Hello and uh, welcome to Pat's podcast, uh, Name to be Determined, number two. Uh, I hope you caught the first episode where I interviewed John Feast, uh, the half-owner of Feast. That might not actually be his name. But today, uh, don't laugh at that. Today on Thanksgiving, I'm uh, thankful to interview Jeremy Dubois, a.k.a. Tump the owner and uh, sole proprietor of the Superfund Activities Club and uh, uh, probably the second best shortstop I've ever played softball with. I'm not going to tell you the first best, but his name rhymes with Schmatt Schmistel. All right, uh, Jeremy, how are you today? I'm doing very well, Pat. You're doing very well. We, we both uh, just survived Turkey Bowl 10, hosted still, by Pat Neville. Still a little chilly. Still a little chilly. How are the hamstrings doing? Frozen. <laughs> it's just it's the general state of frozen. Yes. Huh. Well, I, I think you played an excellent game, and I've never seen someone play 90% of the snaps with a coffee in there. Yes. So that was... I, I, did, I had two receptions, one-handed, while holding a drink. I think reception sort of implies that you've moved off the line of scrimmage. No, but I did catch the ball. You did catch so, the ball. Yeah. All right, that cannot be yeah. argued with. And uh, how do you feel about me getting jobbed uh, on the MVP voting? Uh, the dropped touch, what would have been a touchdown pass in the end zone. I'm not here to talk about the pass, Tumpy. I'm just here to talk about why. I, I, I think that hurt your odds, but Simonetti deserved it. Good for him. Well, this is over. This is not going, this is not going well at all. I know. In all seriousness, you did get robbed. Thank you. I don't think you can say in all seriousness and then lie to my face. All right. So, Super Fun Activities Club. How long have you been doing that? We have been doing it a little over three years. We started August 1st of 2015. August 1st of 2015. And yes. tell me what the Super Fun Activities Club is. Uh, that's a good question, one we, we get a lot. Thank you. It, <laughs> um, so, technically, we are an adult sports and social club, but we uh, we kind of have a niche in that market in that we are uh, we focus on adults being silly, playing like kids. There are a ton of sports leagues, et cetera, that exist that are a lot of, uh, for lack of a better phrase, high school heroes. Um, trying to do their best and play their hardest and really care about winning and we're much more focused on being social making friends making connections uh, through the vehicle of sports but we don't focus on the diehard sports fanatics as much so I assume that's why I'm not invited to any of these events you are never invited to this, ever show up at any event so hurtful and true yeah. Uh, what is your favorite activity to run? And what is the most unusual activity you run? One-two um, punch right there. Buddy. So I'm very biased because I love the sport of dodgeball. Um, I could, we could do a whole podcast. We could do many podcasts just on the game of dodgeball itself. But it's, <laughs> wow. it's, it's for, for me, that is, it's the most enjoyable to run on, on many levels. But I want to see more. More people, more adults, specifically playing dodgeball because the the game itself has a stigma um, from uh, bad childhood memories. But when played the right way, the the game brings out the best in people, and it's um, it reveals a lot about your character. And it's uh, I, I love the game. Um, 
what does it reveal about my character when I play against my daughter and her friends and I <laughs> yeah. throw my arm out? Uh, well, I'll just say, and I also actually listen to Dodgeball podcasts fairly regularly, and um, it's really refreshing to hear other people in other parts of the country, other parts of the world, say the same things that I've independently, uh, conclusions that I've come to. And uh, one and one podcast I listened to, somebody said that dodgeball is a window into your character. And you can look at somebody on the court and after a few minutes know if that player is uh, honest <laughs> or if they're a cheating loser <laughs> that makes bad choices. Why are you making direct eye um, contact with me when you say cheating and, loser? And, I've, and so I'll, I'll, I'll extrapolate on that. I will actually stand behind this if somebody if you're willing to cheat in dodgeball you're willing to cheat in most things in life and that's why i love dodgeball because you can tell if somebody's honest and if they're honest uh, and they have integrity they're probably a good person in life and i choose to surround myself um in life by people that make good choices and are honest and have integrity. So wow. That's uh this is both it's inspirational a little, and a little bit deep on dodgeball, but that's all right. it, it's I why like I love the game. Um, there's many reasons, there's many layers to it, but that's probably the main one is uh Well when we record Pat's Dodgeball podcast, we'll go deeper into that. Alright, yes. favorite Sorry. non dodgeball event that you run. Oof um weirdest non dodgeball So it's kinda tied I'd say for two Games one is called Pillow Polo, which is like field hockey with giant American gladiators style Q tips. Um, it, it sounds as serious as it is. Um, I absolutely love it. I got to, I, I don't currently play in the leagues that we're running now because we run it at the same time as dodgeball, so I'm running the dodgeball leagues. I'd like you to say um, a full sentence that doesn't. Have dodgeball in it. I know. Go. Um, I can't. Uh oh. But uh, but pillow polo is an absolute fantastic workout, and it's not just because it's a ton of running. It's because you end up giggling so much while you're running that it causes you to get out of breath even faster. And I lost. So I played one season of pillow polo this summer. I lost 25 pounds. Um, strictly due to pillow polo because I didn't change anything else in life. I still <laughs> eat and drink horribly, and you I lost twenty. Change your rigorous health. Right, uh, I'm still schedule. eating a lot of Sour Patch Kids and drinking cider, and artifact and cider. Especially. I assume there's some code red in this diet. <laughs> no, I actually don't do code. Red. Oh man, but that's um, went down. Yeah, I'll uh, eat Sour Patch Kids for dinner. That's like how healthy I am, and I lost twenty five pounds. The term pillow polo makes me laugh. Yeah. And I, I have to admit that I don't think of a sporting event when I hear the term pillow polo. But yeah, um, the other one that's actually tied with that is a game that we call Yogi Ball. It's purely we just made it up, but it's basically volleyball but played where instead of hitting the ball with your hands or body parts, you hold a yoga exercise ball. So we have twelve players on the court, and they you bump the ball with the giant yoga ball and you play volleyball and it sound it sounds silly as hell it is but it also sounds easy and it is not no it the, does not sound the, easy the, how do you get it over the net like i would hit it's it backwards. very difficult so it's it's easy to hit the ball because you're holding a two and a half foot in diameter right. exercise ball um 
it's considerably more difficult to control your hits. Yes. So as someone that, if you were someone that like has a fair amount of athletic talent or skill or played sports growing up, etc., you look at it as a game like, oh, I can be good at that. And then you play it and you're not nearly as good as you thought you would be. So you want to play it more to try to get better. And a lot of people go through that where they start and they're kind of like, what the hell? I want to be better at this. And then they play it every week and you see a progression of people getting better at the game. Um, but that's, it's, it's one of our leagues that is growing at a relatively rapid pace. And we have a lot of people that once they find out about it, fall in love with it because it's a very, very fun game. So All right. those are the two most non-traditional uh Unique sports game. I don't know if you call them sports activities. Sports. Activities that we have. Close enough. Yeah. And uh, you also run traditional sports leagues. We do. Um, we try to put a some type of a silly or fun twist on everything that we have, just to make sure that people remember that it is silly and fun, and that we all have to. Like the main goal is really don't get hurt. Because you have to wake up in the morning and go to work. So, right. like, whether you won at uh, volleyball the night before doesn't really impact your life. But if you play so hard that you get hurt, that does impact your life. That so is true. That's kind of what we focus on. But yeah, we, we offer um, some of the more traditional sports that people know um, are volleyball and soccer, flag football, softball, um, kickball, um, Although we make kickball very silly, but uh, yeah, those are the, the and we, we steer away from sports that have a tendency to just get overly competitive. Like we haven't figured out a way to make basketball less competitive or, or not necessarily competitive, but uh, rough, I guess would there's there's too much contact and complaining and he fouled me he didn't foul me so we've we've just steered clear of it for now um, but none of our decisions are permanent we're we're fluid so what what made you start the company a strong desire to enjoy life and it was you know I'm getting up there in years and uh, you start to look at what actually matters in life and how so many people spend, you know, the stereotypical 40 hours a week doing um, something that they don't necessarily love. And they hypothetically insurance defense. <laughs> yeah, I mean, p potentially, yeah, you never just, know. Just, just throw an idea out there, sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, honestly, fill in the blank. I mean, it doesn't really matter what the job title is or industry that you're in. There's just there's a lot of people that go through a majority of their adult life not enjoying at least. 40 hours of their week every week and you and you look at um, why you, why we're on earth like what are we doing here is it strictly to have a job that you labor through or suffer through to earn some form of a currency that we can then exchange so we can just stay alive by having food and housing etc but you're literally living to work and you're working to pay bills so that you can just exist. And um, I personally just think that we should spend as much time as we possibly can doing things that we truly, um, as individuals, enjoy. 
And so we've kind of found a way to be able to do things that I personally really, really enjoy and love. And um, we're fortunate enough to, to make a living doing it. So it's not too late to go back to law school. I'm just like, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll put that on the back burner for See, now, but you never know what next year holds. I like, that, I like that answer very much. And uh, I, I think that's a great reason to do it. Yeah, well, I just, I think that, um, I remember I was at, I don't remember what place it was, but somebody had asked me about SVAC, and I, and I just told him, I'm very unfiltered, and he said, you're doing what you were born to do. And I thought to myself, I was like, yeah, I, I would agree with that, and then, like, later on I thought about it, and I said, you know what, why is that odd? Like, why is that weird that it's different that somebody's doing what they were born to do shouldn't more people be following their passion and doing what they were quote unquote born to do and i just if it's financially feasible and possible i think more people should be chasing their dreams and just spending more time doing what truly makes them happen i mean again it needs to be financially viable yeah um but you know, spend more of your time doing, surrounding yourself with people that you want to be surrounded by, um, for whatever type of person that is, um, which, you know, varies for different people and, and doing the activities that you truly derive a lot of, of pleasure and, 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 and enjoyment from. So how can I monetize my amazing softball abilities? Uh, well, as the, is. as the best, Shortstop yep, that yep. that Retrovos has ever had. Yep. I like this. <laughs> I like this. Uh -huh. I, don't, I don't know if I'm that creative yet. Wow. I don't know. Well, well this I, will give I, you something for 2019. Yeah, I, I definitely say hope that the podcast career takes <laughs> off. <laughs> well, that hurts my feelings. Yeah. But I, I will say that um, podcasts, like I, I, I never honestly was really into them at all until about the last year. I'm going to steer it back to dodgeball here. But um you've done so it is well. A, I know. For like 5 minutes. It is a, it's a really really cool medium for people that have something they're passionate about um to have an outlet and to connect with other people that are, are like it doesn't really matter what the topic is. It's just a very very cool medium, a very cool outlet and uh, I'm I'm a fan. I actually I when you told me that you're doing this, I thought I, was, I honestly just thought like, "Wow, good for you. That's really cool." Um, <laughs> yeah, and, and I'm you not, had to listen to it. And you're like, I'm oh, not. Geez. No, yeah, yeah, even your, your the the uh, the one with John. I, I believe his last name is Feast, according to you. But uh, yeah, just what an interesting interesting listen that was, and uh, a, a cool guy that I I when I listened to that, I I thought there were a lot of parallels in his decision making um, when he talked about like spending time with his family and like how he hadn't uh, had a weekend off for so many and he, he was just saying like as I'm getting older I want to be able to do more th it's not just about chasing money it's about living life and spending time with your family and uh, it was cool it was very cool I thought so too so I'm all over the place right now that's alright <laughs> yeah. I like it no no, no. This, I think yeah, what I should do is talk about po podcasts on podcasts <laughs> supposed to be on riveting podcasts well it got you off dodgeball for 30 seconds yeah. uh, why the duck why is the SFAC mascot a duck? A question that I get frequently, and uh, it's actually, it's multifaceted. The, on the, the surface, it's very simple. 
It's rubber ducks um, represent youthfulness, playfulness, being happy, uh, being at, at an age where nothing else mattered. Your job was to play and learn and learn how to play with others. And um, at the beginning of every season, we like on opening night, we remind people that you are playing in a league with a rubber duck as a mascot. And if you ever start to get heated or argue or think about de- like you know having a debate over a call, just think like, all right, I'm an adult and I'm going to argue in a rubber duck league. Um, so that's on its base level. It's it's and also anytime you ever hand or or if you see a, a little kid or anybody see. A rubber duck, they have happy, fun, playful thoughts. Um, and it's to kind of evoke that emotion of being a kid and, and being happy. Um, and that's where we develop the character of Quack the Duck. Uh, and it also, when you carry around a duck in public, people ask you about it, so it's a good chance to talk about SFAC. What is the um, biggest duck that you own? Because I've seen some pretty large we ducks. We have some that you're large around. ones. Well, the, the SFAC van has a four and a half foot duck on the side of it. Um, but we have several inflatables that, I don't know the exact dimensions, but they're sizable. Pretty big. Have yeah. you ever been pulled over by the cops in the SFAC van? I have not. Could you Although do that? I, so I could- Imagine how that questioning would go. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there'd be many non-traffic-related questions, <laughs> but I have not. No, one thing I will say is is um, when you are representing a company and you're on the road, is that you want to be extra cognizant of obeying the speed limit, etc. So, knock on wood, we have not been pulled over in the SVAC van. I, I did not mean to imply that you're an unsafe driver. I'm <laughs> yeah. just saying that if I was a police officer and saw that Just van to know the coming, story, yeah, you'd be like, <laughs> red light, red and blue lights all the time just to hear the story of why <laughs> the hell you're driving Something wrong is around. going on in that van. Yeah, like, what did you do in life to make these choices? So, where um, is the company going to go from here? You know, it's... Um, We honestly don't have this hard set plan of like this is where we're going. It is um, we're so we're we're young and small enough where we're agile and nimble and and when consumers' tastes or preferences change or we see an opportunity in the market, um, we're nimble enough to act on it and. We don't have like this, um, well, this is where we need to be at this point in time. Like we need to do everything to get there. We realize that things are fluid and things change. And the ability to adapt to your environment or see an opportunity and, and to be able to seize that opportunity is I think one of our strengths. So there's... The paths that we can go down are, you know, like get into a facility and have your own place and run adult sports leagues there, et cetera, or expand geographically under the same model that we have now where, you know, you rent space and, and, and uh, you know, as I've come across more and more and more people that, um, and through the marketing that we do and through the culture that we have, we just typically attract good people that want to be involved and want to help, et cetera. Um, so we, we've considered expanding geographically, you know, into other cities or other, other areas. Um, 
But for now, the focus is just becoming the larger version of ourselves, like staying in Rhode Island, you know, a little bit of Southeastern Mass, but staying local, um, expanding a little more vertically integrated into like the whole fun channel. Um, but, uh, yeah, we don't, we don't have like this master plan. Yeah. We really don't like everywhere. Yeah. The master plan is honestly one, never do anything just for money. Only do it if you actually want to do it and it's going to be fun. And then if you could also make money doing it, that's really cool. That's a bonus. But don't ever do anything that you just... Like, I don't ever want to wake up one morning and go, Oh, God, I don't want to go do that today. God, it's um, pillow polo again. Yeah, it's like, oh, no. Yeah. You know, volleyball and dodgeball on the same night. This is going to suck. And um, if I ever feel that way, then it's done. It's over. All right, I'll take over then. Uh, <laughs> the one uh, experience that I've had that has been wonderful, and I'd just like you to talk on it for a couple minutes so people know that you do it, You've done several parties that I've been at, and yes. the portable dodgeball cage, and kids love it, adults love it. I'm the world's greatest uh, recreational cage dodgeball player. It's <laughs> a laugh. very hyper-specific. It's a laugh at that. Yeah, because there are literally nine people that are in that realm. Okay, yeah, well, it came down to me and Spros, and I beat him again, so yeah. I win. Uh, what do you do for birthday parties? Um, yes, yeah, so, yeah, so we do um, corporate parties, private parties, birthday parties, etc. By far, the most popular thing that we do is dodgeball, um, and specifically glow in the dark dodgeball. But we have, um, and and a lot. The the most common question I get about our outdoor outdoor dodgeball setup is, where did you find this? And, you know, like, or as the more people that I meet that play dodgeball, everybody's interested, like, where is this from? Where'd you get it? How'd you find it? And um, I found it in my brain. I literally built it. I just thought, like, how can we make this? And I went through uh, iterations in my front yard of trying to build this framework. And if you saw it in the super early days, we had buckets filled with cement and pipe and threaded. I mean, it was... It took us like two and a half hours to set up with like multiple people helping. And we've just gone through iteration after iteration. And now we have a setup that, I mean, we can have up in, you know, 20 minutes and it's really, really efficient. It does everything it needs to do. Um, and this, uh, this stuff, so we do outside of the corporate um, and private parties, which, you know, we do a fair amount of, um, but we've run three beach dodgeball tournaments every uh, every summer and this year this past summer um, we had kids we had a, a players driving from Pennsylvania from New York from New Jersey from Connecticut we had the um, the captain of the Canadians uh, women's national dodgeball team Katie Morrison um, she drove down from Canada to play in one of the tournaments um, afterwards, and, and I, I had met her in person maybe three weeks before that at Madison. She, she helped put on and played in um, the uh, World Cup of Dodgeball, which played in Madison Square Garden in New York City. 
Um, and then I met her there and she said, yeah, I really want to come to your beach tournament. When's, when's your next one? And I was just like, yeah, sure. Like, I'm sure you're going to make the trip to Rhode Island to play in the SFAC Beach Dodgeball 7. And um, sure enough, she drove down and she played. And uh, the, the, to me, the biggest compliment in the world is she said, now this is somebody that runs dodgeball tournaments for a living. She's traveled the world playing dodgeball. She's been in Europe and... And she, um, she said, this was the most fun I've ever had playing dodgeball. And that was just like that moment of like, wow, this is what, what we have here is really, really special and unique. And when other people that have vast experience, um, when they say things like that, it makes you realize it's just how cool what you're doing is. Um, That's great. If someone wanted to uh, hire you or learn more about the company, where do they go? Yeah, so they can just contact us directly through the website. Uh, it's superfunactivitiesclub.com. Um, that domain name wasn't already taken prior. Hard to believe. Yeah, that was, we, we didn't have to pay a premium price for it, which is amazing. Usually, when you get you know to that like thirty-five or forty character limit, um, there, there's, there's such a high demand for those domains. But now, so yeah, we um, yeah superfunactivitiesclub.com. Uh, we stay. We're very very active on the website itself as far as staying up to date with leagues that we have running. Um, and it's super easy to contact us if you do. For those of you that want to, uh, you know, book a party or book a, a office Olympics or whatever you want, um, we we tailor them all to what company needs are, what private party needs are, et cetera. So could um, you tailor it so I win all the events? You well, I, I thought that was a given. <laughs> well, you just mean by based on my natural ability, right? You That's, could you could win on your own. Thank you. I just wanted I want it to be a little easier. I'd like the fix to be in, but we can talk about that off the air. Um, well, thank you for your time. You're I think you played welcome. a heck of a football game today. <laughs> One-handed uh, football. Happy Thanksgiving. You really it was the effort that I appreciated the most. Yeah. Um, and yes, I will play in the next dodgeball tournament. And I don't think I've ever said or heard the word dodgeball as much in the last 25 minutes as I had in my whole life. So thank you. Um, one thing I should mention that actually just dawned on me is uh, it's in the works now, but Lindsay Idaluka from Channel 10 um, is up for the running for Person of the Year for LLS. And she reached out to me a few weeks back, and we are going to be putting on a dodgeball fundraiser for LLS. Um, that's going to be in April of 2019. What is LLS? LLS is Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. Okay. Um, so they uh, they raise they have fundraisers uh, every year, and basically they they take you know like ten of the more uh, popular slash influence influential people um and they run they they basically have a contest to see who can raise the most money um for the foundation so she has been nominated as one of the people to run for it this year um in 2019 excuse me and uh so one i'd love to help her win but two obviously it's for a great cause and when she reached out for me and said uh can you do a dodgeball tournament 
the quick and fast Hard answer no. was, was yes, uh, we will. So um, we already, we, you know, we have the gym rented. Um, we're getting ready to start doing the marketing for it now. Where's it going to um, be? It's going to be at Tollgate High School okay. in Warwick. Um, and do I need a whole team or can I just go in on my own? And uh, we are going to do just team registrations, um, but we're going to have, we'll be having people, uh, I'd like to get as many Rhode Islanders as vol involved as possible, uh, but we're definitely going to have people that are traveling for this tournament and it should be a, it should be a great one and uh, all the proceeds go directly to the benefits or to the charity. So, Would you like um, a celebrity podcaster to play on your team? Oh, that would be fantastic. <laughs> I mean, the, now the fix is in. Forget all these, like, professional dodgeballers are going to be driving yeah, from everywhere. I don't we, know who that got... woman was who played in Canada or whatever you said, but, yeah, she's going down. Yeah, but, uh, yes, yeah, so I, I just want to mention that because that uh, is something well, I think is going to be an excellent event, um, and it's something that we want to start getting the word out about. That's all right. Great. Well, I'll be there. So I think that's all that really matters. Awesome. All right. Thank you for your time and have a happy Thanksgiving. And again, uh, thank everyone for listening. Look up on uh, Facebook. I know there's a big uh, presence on Facebook for SVAC and uh, online. All right. So Thanks there you that. go, buddy. Thank you for your time. Happy Thanksgiving.